Welcome to Tunnel Talk, a no facts, all feelings wrestling podcast. I am Allie. I'm Ann. And I am Leah. Perfect. <laughs> exactly what I wanted to hear. How's everybody doing? Oh. Well, you know, it's that time of year. <laughs> <laughs> I said that earlier and I got a lot of pushback from my co-hosts. Because we're all like, like, I'm so what tired does that for mean? no reason. <laughs> yeah, April, that tired time of year. Stand by it. I think I'm right. Yeah. You, you think know, this the, is April's the, fiscal the sleepiest year. month? <laughs> <laughs> On the record. Many, the, the poets have all written about it. Mm. April, the sleepiest little month. <laughs> so that Leah classic just stared off line. into nowhere. <laughs> like she was just like, yeah, but I know they won't agree. I was trying to think, and this is going to be so stupid. I shouldn't even tell you. I was trying to think yeah. of the Simon and Garfunkel song and then make up a sleepy <laughs> April, April she will. come, she will. Yeah. What did they say about her, April? I'm, that's why I was staring off into I the I can't remember a single lyric. It comes, she will. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, I so guess. So I was going like, to make a sleep, she will joke, but you know. When <laughs> streams are ripe and swelled with rain, May she will stay. Oh, he just goes into the he other month. He just months. goes into the other month. I didn't so even realize we get. So all that happens in April is that come through she September. will. She does come in <laughs> April, but then every then she by stays. September she's old though. <laughs> I don't know, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, in September we'll be back here again saying it's that time of year. But <laughs> by then we'll understand. <laughs> I'm going to bring this up. In September, I'm going to pop on this pod and be like, I've gotten old. September, man. Set yourself a little reminder, yeah. I'll agree. In September, I'll be like, so true. But in April, (laughs) I'm not doing, I didn't have that good a week. Felt bad. And wrestling didn't really help that much. But Mm. I can't blame it all on wrestling. It's on me. (laughs) I'm experiencing melancholy. Classic April ennui. Hey, (laughs) that time of year. Don't blame yourself. Come, she will. <laughs> Does anybody have anything else to share before we talk about uh, Tony Khan's wrestling circus? <laughs> I guess not. That's a no. I didn't even get like a shake head shake or anything <laughs> from my co-host. Well, just... I wanted to leave polite space in case Anne had something she, you know, she wanted to That's contribute. so sweet. That's so sweet. Yeah, thanks. Do you need us to leave any more space for you, Anne? <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. Did, did you ever get taught that thing at work that like if you're in a meeting, you need to leave like seven seconds of space mm-hmm. for anyone to say, which it feels like a really long time. It's not good podcast advice, I would say. No. <laughs> seven seconds is a lot of seconds it's a lot of seconds <sighs> okay, you know when let's... marty and sarah like leave a space for you to say your, your name after they introduce themselves even mm-hmm. that just like it's like three seconds but occasionally be like my phone stopped working why did it yeah. stop playing <laughs> <laughs> i need a constant stream of stimulation here that's how the thoughts get in <laughs> I know. oh april Come she will. <laughs> Let's talk about the four pillars. Sammy. I think this pod is going so well. <laughs> I just felt like for some reason my brain was like, someone is going to be like, yes, let's. And then I was like, why would they do that? That's not really how a transition works. Just start doing the pot. Just do the podcast. <laughs> start doing the podcast. I will now. Sammy Guevara, you know him. Jungle Boy and Darby open dynamite this week with an in-ring promo where they kind of round robined each other into a little bit of a disarray, I would say. We'll get into Mm -hmm. it. Uh, Before being joined by MJF. MJF 
proposed, he said that Tony Khan had already okayed this, actually. He said he's only going to fight one of them <laughs> at uh, Double or Nothing, so they're going to have a tournament to decide who he will fight. <laughs> so that is what's going to happen. Three men will have a tournament to decide <laughs> who will fight. And he said that Darby got a bye for the first round. I don't think that was really explained uh, and so I, JD and Sammy main event to dynamite. Go ahead. Yeah. I thought this was going to be a round robin tournament, like where they would all have to fight each other and then whoever won the most matches would win it. But it's a straight up elimination tournament with a bracket that looks insane because there's <laughs> three of <Yeah>. them. <laughs> the fact that this got proposed and nobody said, even like as a kayfabe comedy, that does not make sense. <laughs> Makes me crazy. Like someone should have been like, that is not a good way to do this because <laughs> only, it's not the only saving grace of this was when MJF was like the person who gets the buy, I'm going to pull out of this hat. And he pulled Darby's name out of was his that. Was that how it happened? Okay. Yeah. And Darby went, yeah. And then like, this popped <laughs> in, like, was like cool. And like, just like weird way. And I was like, this is all comedy. Oh God. <laughs> uh, do you guys want to talk about, before we talk about what happened in the main event, do you want to talk about, this opening segment and how it worked for you. Uh, I I liked the the comedy of the interrupting entrances. As well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just as they opened up their mouths, the next music would the hit. Next yeah, music would hit. Stuff. But everything after that kind of went downhill. I would say it was yeah not their strongest promo. I would say <laughs> they came across as like uh, like whiny boys. I would say more than anything. Well, and, like, Darby had, like, this weird stand-up energy. Like, he had the mic, yeah. and he was, like, doing his, like, one-night show. And it just, it like, it, <laughs> he does a lot better when he's doing, like, a focused back and forth with somebody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think he can he can go like that. Well, I think, okay, this was, like, my big picture thought was, like, when the Pillars came out to talk to MJF for the first time, because they had their little rehearsed bit that I loved where they were like, we want a title shot. The vibe to me was that it was like, we are not friends, but we've discussed it. And mm -hmm. we agree that like, we need to get a little more respect and that maybe like we can get him, like we can get people to listen if we show up together. Yeah. So it was like uneasy mm -hmm. Alliance vibes. Um, yeah. And that's how I have kind of been thinking about it is like, okay, they like they don't agree about much, but they agree that they're the pillars and that they want to be recognized. Mm -hmm. And so then they have this segment that MJF isn't there for. So it's just the three of them coming out, not really for any reason. And their vibe is not like we've ever talked before or like <laughs> we have an alliance based on anything or, you know, whatever. It was just like, okay, so we're out here and when we're out here, we are supposed to talk about things that we don't feel happy about. So we will talk to each other about things you don't feel happy about. And it's like, it was so, un, it was weirdly unfocused where it's just like, this isn't mm -hmm. what should have happened. Like you no. guys should have maybe yeah. done a thing where it's like, you come out, you don't have to come out together, but where it's like you start almost on the same page and then in more of a conversational way, because they kept doing these long promos at each other when it's like, there's three mm -hmm. of you, you can't do this. In more <laughs> of a conversational way, it would have been good if it was like, okay, but that at a certain point, like yeah. one of us, each of us thinks we are the truly deserving one. 
Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like, if if Darby did a thing, like, I've gathered us here today to talk about how <laughs> exactly. we're going to break down MJF. Yeah. And, then they, and then as the promo went on, it started devolving into, like, slap fighting. I think yeah. that mm-hmm. would have been more interesting. But instead, yeah. it kind of had the vibe of, like... A cheer camp that just got defeated <laughs> in national the bus ride home and they're supposed to be discussing why they why they didn't you know win and instead they're just being like well it's not my fault you didn't hold my ankle <laughs> just recriminations just devolving. we need a strong base margie <laughs> yeah maybe if you spent a little bit more time at practice instead of talking to the coach yeah oh my and gosh <laughs> Wow, a little uh, scandal drama on the, the scandal that at cheer, cheer team. <laughs> that's the that's the new. Uh, uh, no, never mind. Go on. Okay. No, I mean that's right. Like if it was like we're all on the same team, but we kind of disagree about how we're doing it, and we end up like getting into it, it would be much better. Whereas this was just like they're like mad at each other, but it's like, but why? And then all the reasons they were like, you suck, were like it's this kind of like work shoot thing that I don't think works very well at all, where it's like, it works for me if there's like something a little real in it, like Darby saying to Ethan page, like you got married and chose conformity or whatever, like that's good stuff. But when it's like backstage politics, like the boss gives you more screen time than me. It's like, I don't know. It's like undercut. It's like, this is the show I'm already watching. Like you're kind of like, undercutting like our little shared reality here and also like i mean no one comes off well when they're whining about their screen time anyway but it's like on reality television there's never a storyline where one person is like yelling at someone else that like the producers give them too much screen time because it's like that's what are we doing here this is too much like play within yeah. a play you know it's just yeah, like yeah eating. not good snake eating me i think, me. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good point even though like it, it if if other stuff had been structured differently or done differently, I don't think I would care about it that much, actually. Like, if, like, the the problem, the main problem I was having was that I literally just kept being like, I don't even know what you guys are arguing about right now. Like, I don't know what you're talking about right now. Everything just felt so vague and, like, just, like, I don't know. Sorry, Leah, did I cut you off? No, not at all. Not at all. You're right. I mean... If, at one point, it felt like they were arguing over who had the least screen time and that they all wanted to be that person. They're like, well, you were in two pay-per-views. And like, no, I wasn't. You were in this. And the, there was this recurring thing of like, what? who was talking about, like, when I got here, you guys were already here. Well, yeah, because you were here. And then when I got here, like, it was just like, guys, you're just like at your high school reunion, like, trying to remember, like, who got, like, in trouble in Mr. Rodriguez's class one time. Like, this isn't riveting yeah. stuff. And it's 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 also just funny because it's like they they were like the 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 meat of all of their arguments was you're Tony's special boy and he doesn't love me. And I just want to be like, guys, you're all Tony's special boys. But also in a way, right here, you're Tony's special boy. (laughs) But like right now, as you're talking, you're like opening dynamite with a long talking segment. So like, all right. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I was thinking just when I was like doing the schedule, I was thinking again about this idea of like, the way that I would do it is I would have them like kind of be on the same page 
uh, at first and like maybe have one of them being like, okay, let's, however we're, however this goes down, let's just treat each other like respectfully, like equals no funny business. (laughs) And then like, obviously funny business ensues, however you interpret that. But, um, I was thinking about like this really should be like kind of a backstage segment where it's like just three people talking and like the the camera is like not really there. And then I was like, that should be a BTE segment. Like this is the kind of thing that like it's the, the, the bucks, it's really good. Like they have BTE and they use BTE for the right stuff where they're like, it's not a promo. It should be a conversation that two people are having. So we put it on BTE and like, you'll get promos that like do the same thing, but it's an enriched experience when you can watch our like, you know, hammy acting when it's just two people or three people talking about something in like more of a realistic, non-performative way. Imagine if Sammy uses vlog for this. God, I don't, I'm like, Ima- imagine if we were like, wow, we have to turn into Sammy's vlog because like <laughs> shit is going down. Like they're having, they're getting real. Like the, the three of them are having deep conversations in the back of the cheerleading bus right now. I would love to wild. see them. I, honestly, I though, like, honestly, I do, does he still have that blog? The blog? Yeah, I think I so. he so. still does that. Oh, well, well now you're, now no, you're making I think me feel like he, I think he, he does, but it's so funny. It's like, it's so nothing that <laughs> I, it would never occur to me to even go look for it until you said it when I was like, right, he does have one. Yeah. Well, I mean, he used to have like the vlog crew and then like, I think that was like Cody and Marco. So maybe, maybe he <laughs> wow. doesn't. His crew really got gutted, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and Fuego, who he wasn't a good friend to. No, no. Yeah. No. I mean, it is good that they're having the, like, it's. I wouldn't want this, all this stuff like relegated to YouTube. Like it's good. They're putting it on there, but it should be better than this when they're putting it on TV. Like, I think they could have accomplished a lot of that if they had structured it better. So. Yeah. 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 And I'm not saying like, I think this should all be happening on YouTube or like that. I think it's just, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying. I've had it with, I haven't had it. Like I like that. I've, I've really been liking this storyline I like these guys. I think they've been doing a good job. I think like there was a really weirdly overblown response to this of people being yeah. like, wow, <laughs> really shows you they're not ready to be stars. And it's like, you need to take a deep <laughs> breath. Just calm down. It's like, I'm yeah. sorry. I, I, and as we always say, read a fucking book. Just read a book and learn about, <laughs> think about how you're going to have conversations in a way that makes them resonate with people. Because if you don't, then it doesn't work good. But it's, like, not that deep. Okay. No. And yeah. Ricky Starks, hey, we don't need to hear from you. I don't want to hear I don't want to hear no. catty comments from you. What did um, he say? Oh, he said. On the old he said Twitter. Everything, on the old Twitter, he said, everything you're saying, I'm saying, too. And it was, like, in response to the bad comments for this. I'm I, like, I, as somebody who flopped in his own big feud, <laughs> let's, let's not hear. I don't want to hear not it. Not a lot of room to talk there, but, Jesus. yeah. That makes me crazy because it is, I mean, Ricky, uh, and we have often, we've said many nice things about you, Ricky, but you didn't use your feud with MJF or your feud with Jericho for shit. You no. didn't do shit yeah. to make one us good to promo cement and our then... feeling of like, oh, I know who you are. Yep. Yeah. I was one good promo that. and five months of bad stuff. Yeah. I know. I was thinking about that the other day where I was like, Ricky didn't even do a good promo where he's like, sometimes people are mean to me because I'm a bitch. There's nothing wrong with being a bitch. Like, I'm like, if you had said something like that, I would have been like, yeah, I get you. I'm with Ricky, you, baby. <laughs> Ricky should not be a face. He should no. be a tweener no. at best. Yeah. And he should absolutely yeah. lean into being a giant bitch. 
Yeah. And honestly, like, I'm sick of these guys at eight. And it's like Dax and Ricky. But it's like, if everybody could just like settle down a little bit and stop being like such drama filled little pieces of garbage, like, I'd love that. Be more like our special boy, Dustin, who, who, who doesn't <laughs> want to be on TV. That's what we love. Just disappear from public life. <laughs> He'll never tell us anything about how he feels about his coworkers ever. <laughs> I don't know. I did think that that we'll, we'll talk about that retweet. I thought it was a little attitudinal, mm. but yeah. okay. So anyway, the, the, the other thing with the pillars, uh, so later backstage MJF approached Sammy. I think we all agree. This was not clear and everyone <laughs> I think fumbled this. And there've yeah. been a lot of things happening recently where it's like, please God, just explain it correctly <laughs> and clearly or don't, have it be a thing because I can't do this. But I think what happened is that MJF offered to help Sammy win the tournament so that he can be in the match against MJF at double or nothing. And then he said, I'll pay you to throw that match. Is that what happened? I, th I think that's what it has to be, but it sounded like in the promo that he was saying, you're going to throw the main event match tonight. And it didn't make any sense. Like the whole thing was very unclear, but I think yeah. that's the only explanation that makes any your, sense. Your explanation <laughs> definitely made a lot. When you said it in the group chat, I was like, okay, that makes sense, but it's not how I understood it in the moment, but it, it no. does make it more, it makes more sense than what I thought, which is what Anne thought. No, that's yeah. what I thought. To be clear, I watched that main event match and I wasn't paying that much attention. I got a new Speedweave loom, so I was darning. So I was having a great time. But, um, <laughs> and I just wanted to throw that in there because I know the crafters love to hear what I'm up to when I should be watching TV. But um, I watched the whole match. I just kept looking up and vaguely thinking, like, this is a crazy way to throw a match because you could just throw it pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> well i know and when he was like yeah all you have to do like sammy is to lose and i'm like and then he'll get the pay-per-view but isn't the match tonight to win the tournament to get on the pay-per-view so how if he loses how if he lose how he win i don't know how he lose how he win <laughs> I, do, I think if we went back and reviewed the footage it would not make sense i think we it did i did actually oh after you did? we okay. talked about that in the group chat and it, it was not clear at all like it's like if you already knew that's what he was suggesting that he was going to lose a double or nothing then it's like okay he kind of said that but if you didn't know it it was like it was very ambiguous they need yeah. i don't know i don't know what they need okay it, to me it felt like when neil armstrong stepped on the moon and said that's one small step for man <laughs> one giant leap for mankind and then they were like oh it like clipped the a but it's like no you just blew your line it's like just <laughs> say the thing you're supposed to say guys what did he say he what? said it's one small step for man one giant leap for mankind but it was supposed to be one small step for a man because oh. it's one because <laughs> one small step for man, man and mankind are yeah. synonyms yeah, i never so. thought about that oh I really i never <laughs> thought about that once in my life no for some reason i think about it all the time my mind right now where i'm just like that's but right then nasa man was like oh the the transmission from the moon like clipped the a he was saying it's he said one small step for a man but i that's clearly you know it's funny because retconned. maybe it's just because of how many times i've heard it but when i say one small step for a man one giant leap for mankind i'm like it doesn't sound good though no. one <laughs> small step for a man you don't want that syllable in there <laughs> <laughs> it's not what he said yeah 
Mm-hmm. Well, I'm trying to, I'm doing iambic right now. I'm trying to figure out what the, what the meter is. Okay. Well, we got to move on from that, I think. And so MJF did interfere and like knocked out Jungle Boy and Sammy won. And now he and MJF are doing a bit where they're like, we're friends because MJF's going to pay him a lot of money to lose the pay-per-view. So <laughs> I don't know about any of this, you know? <laughs> they were being so like making such delighted faces about pretending to be friends that I was like a little bit charmed by it. I but... did think that was kind of funny. It was funny, but I'm just confused because I don't know. The other thing that was (laughs) happening in the opening segment that I just like could not figure out what was going on was that Darby and JB both kept being like, and Sammy, I do respect you most of all. And I was like, okay, so you guys clearly everyone decided backstage, like we got to rehab. We got to do something about the Sammy problem. So everyone's like talking up Sammy and I'm like, are you turning him face but now he's doing collusion with MJF, but then presumably he's going to turn on MJF like a snake. So I'm just like, what do you want me to think about this man? But like, he doesn't try that hard to make me think anything interesting about him. He never says anything interesting. So <laughs> it's you know. crazy. They were laying it on so thick with this, but Sammy, <laughs> I like you, buddy. It was just like, it's like every once in a while, like on loss, like instead of making Jack more likable, they just have all the characters say like Jack's so great. And it like, yeah. doesn't work at all. Every Cause you're like, while, you five off. times an episode. Yeah. Right. Like it's, it's not a good strategy. Like, have the person behave more likably and then the audience might find them more likable. But with remember Sammy, when Sammy said no one working. believed that he and the other pillars could break the glass ceiling? <laughs> <laughs> I do. My friend, it was like, my this friend, is the dumbest man on earth. When he said that, my friend Sarah said in the most prim little voice, glass ceilings are for ladies, not for pillars. <laughs> <laughs> Lost it. <laughs> I am not feeling good about like Sammy and sexism after all the stuff with tie on all access either. So I was like, Sammy, I don't think you want to talk about glass ceilings to me right now. But it is all right. crazy how Ty is successfully turning face, but in this yeah. way where I'm like, you gotta dump him. Yeah, you gotta dump him so hard. Get free girl. Dragging you, you down. Ch- I want her to join like Willow and Riho against the outcasts, like and she'll just yeah. be Imagine how triumphant it would be if she dumped Sammy on screen. I mean, it could be kayfabe dumping and then like joined the good girls and was really happy. Like that would be so sympathetic. Like I like honestly think I would be like on my feet and cheering like at the end of a sports movie. Like, yeah, we all come together. If she turned on, if she betrayed him. Yeah. Mm. That'd be good. Okay. So good. Well, we got to move. I don't know how we talked about that for so long, but we've got to move on. Honestly, it was almost the most interesting thing that happened the whole episode, which yeah. is not great. I mean, yeah. I next, say, it's like, oh, yeah. Go ahead. Can I say one more really quick thing? Speak it. What did you guys make of Darby saying that Jungle Boy is part of the California clique? Is that a shot at him being in with the Bucks? I guess it was because... I guess, but it has to be because who else is the California click? But it was wild. <laughs> like, it was okay, very strange because I was like, <laughs> Jungle Boy is not he is really like from uh, California, but yeah, like he's not a Reseda boy though. He's not a Reseda boy, but he's their special boy. Maybe I don't know what happens. Back <laughs> I don't know what they do backstage. <laughs> I don't know who saw them doing what. Yeah, no one those pajama boys around. <laughs> 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 that I'm one's a, a deep cut. Um, yeah. 
Okay. Jay White had his debut match on Dynamite against Commander, who's now All Elite. Uh, Sean Spears, in a formal vest, uh, was watching from the first row and apparently rating the moves. Again, I was darning, so I didn't see that. Uh, Juice Robinson, also ringside. So Jay White won his match. I thought this match was very fun. I don't have that much to say about it, but it was, you know, they're very good at wrestling. They did big, you know, it was a luchador, and then Jay White was kind of countering. Yeah. Good. Yeah, everyone agree? <laughs> Seemed good to can me. I get yeah, a, can I, don't I please know. get a consensus that the match was fun? <laughs> it was very fun. Sarah says that uh, apparently Swerve is mentoring Commander, and I was like, oh. I was like, why? He like he seems like a good wrestler, and she was like, well, like the thing about the Luchadors is that they sometimes forget to wrestle because they're just having so much fun on the ropes, <laughs> and so someone has to be like, yeah, you do have to actually like pin the guy eventually. <laughs> to be honest, that's so sweet. That does just make them sound like cats. That they just like want to play and play. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh juice robinson also ringside so jay white won the match and then uh juice robinson attacked sean spears don't know why and then ricky came out to help spears because he hates bullet club i guess i guess <laughs> and we had met and not not met we had seen sean spears on rampage too because he came back to fight jungle boy he oh, didn't God. come back i don't know you guys know what i mean like he fought jungle I mean, boy he came they back. did a little he came back. Yeah, he came back because he had a baby. It was funny when he was like, I had a baby. And JB made his little, that's nice. Like, it was just <laughs> like you can tell that he's like the kind of guy. He's like, oh, I wish I were holding that baby right now. <laughs> when we get backstage, I'm going to ask you for a picture. Yeah, I want to see, see that, that baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Sean Spears is back as a baby face. All the male wrestling bloggers, not the, not the gossip bloggers, but the ones we read the recaps from. They loved talking to us this week about Sean Spears' baby face. It's Pretty wild. Amped. They were very excited for a Sean Spears' baby face run. Like, that okay. sentence, like, imagining the headspace where you could get excited about a Sean Spears' baby face run is just like, wow. People have wildly different experiences with wrestling. <laughs> Every day. It- in the absolute depths of last year, I know that I had gotten pretty soft for Sean Spears, but like yeah. the idea of he's like a man that when he's in front of me, I have opinions <laughs> of, but when he's not in front of me, he's gone. He doesn't so have the this. idea that these men yeah. remember that Sean Spears exists when he's not in front of them. Wild. I know. Haven't thought about him for no. one second in six no. months. Yeah. I mean, and like now, I guess he's not even going to do his chair fucking gimmick. Okay, well, no. you're nothing then. What's you're the nothing. point of him? Yeah. If you're not going to be like a weird little goon, like fucking yeah. a chair, then I don't want, like, I don't. Yeah. You be yeah. a freak or you get the hell out of Dodge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Enjoy Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys want to talk about that? Yeah. Ooh. I lo- I'm <laughs> loving the energy, ladies. <laughs> this comes up a couple times because I really, I could not stop myself from watching a lot of the show being like okay are we yeah. setting up roster splits here i know and it i felt like yeah like yeah. some of the stuff that i was <laughs> some of it's fine like some so, of the roster of it is the fine, potential yeah. roster split like some i saw some wrestlemen being like that show's gonna be great like just imagine like punk Wardlow, FTR, Hobbs, like what a killer show. And I was like, yeah, you can take it. No I, I, went, I went through the same list that you referenced and w- it was like, I took like two names back. I was like, no, I yeah. think we'll keep Hook. No, uh, yeah, right. No, Darby, I we'll keep that. Yeah. yeah, I think we'll keep, I'm like, Darby is not going to that He's show. Not going so to Saturday, you're on drugs, yeah. but um, 
that but that was it i was like yeah you can have the rest of those i thought that list was a little damning not to sound like this girl but i was like (laughs) i see that we didn't put any women on our list (laughs) i know right i see that we didn't even think about which women would be on the list didn't even occur to the boys (laughs) i've had it um yeah, Sean well, Sam, so- Sammy's going to break that glass ceiling, so there'll be lots of room for her. <laughs> yes, she can. <laughs> oh, Christ. Uh, yeah, I don't, Sean Spears, if Sean Spears is going to go be, uh, as you said, I introduced my coworkers to this term this week. None of them had heard it, and they lost it. Uh, Sean Spears is going to go be one of Punk's comfort goats on mm-hmm. Saturday and they're all going to be baby faces, I guess. And it's like, <laughs> okay, that's crazy, but how sure. fun. Literally zero baby face energy in the crew, but <laughs> love that for you guys. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts about this? Oh, uh, Jay White, is this a good, what do you think? Jay White, good first feud. Do you want to hear from him? What do you want from him? You know. I mean, he like the thing is that like he had to fight somebody that he like could easily lose to him so it's like fine because it's like he's not going to get a meaty feud right away because there's everybody's busy like yeah everybody's in a big thing yeah i want to see him fight adam cole again but like yeah that's not going to be either of their first feud because neither no. of them can lose right yeah yeah so it's fine. yeah I feel like this is fine. I wish I like understood what anyone's motivation was in here, like even a little bit. And I mean, I it's do, I do not know me, what Sean Spears is doing. I no. I guess I understand that like Juice and Ricky are mad at each other because of nothing. Well, yeah. And then Jay entered that with existing. Juice. Yeah, he Jay he, and Juice. but i just don't i'm like i keep being like can someone explain to me why sean was in the in the crowd rating it he did i went after you said it i like went and rewatched the rampage because i of course i tuned it out i went and rewatched the rampage promo and was just like he doesn't say anything about who he is he's just like i'm a dad now yeah (laughs) fight that's and why I've been I was fighting gone. for a long time, and I'll keep fighting. It's like keep fighting. So you show up dressed in a formal vest, <laughs> sit in the front <laughs> row of a match that has, as far as I can tell, nothing to do with you, and just rate all the moves like a fucking dick. <laughs> so you're just like you're you're that's baby face energy right is there. Just that you're a you're a dick. You're a baby face dick dad. <laughs> okay, well I guess it's your business. Should we move on? Yeah. 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 Uh, Kenny and the Bucks came out on Dynamite to cut an in-ring promo on a live mic. Pretty exciting. Huge, if true. It is true. (laughs) Kenny said uh, he was very serious, and as everyone has pointed out, he dyed his eyebrows darker. Right? (laughs) To show how serious he is. And his hair was darker. Hair was darker. Yeah. He's in his chameleon, like, adjusting based on the vibes move. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I love thinking about Kenny as a pet chameleon and he's so <laughs> temperamental. <laughs> oh, he's turning lighter. Well, uh, um, yeah. So he wanted the BCC to show their faces because they put his uncle in the hospital, Don Callis. And, uh, Danielson came up on the big screen and he called them all amateurs some more, but it was a distraction so that the rest of the BCC could come out and attack the elite from behind. We had a full fighting sequence, fighting, 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 slamming of Nick Jackson's body. Matt Jackson arm in his little compression thing. 
he was he did his backflips literally out loud i said oh my god matt (laughs) i was sarah and i were shrieking stop it at the tv as if he was like a bad cat he was a bad cat i don't think he should be injections in your arm or not (laughs) aren't you supposed to be holding it still like it's one thing to super kick but he was i was scared because he couldn't he physically could not stop himself from suplexing stupid yuda i'm gonna kill myself he must they must have obviously they must have talked it through and i assume that he is allowed to do i just don't understand how like i'm like what is the injury yeah <laughs> what is it's crazy injury, matthew? <laughs> matthew especially when other people like like separate their tit or whatever and then have to just like go away to a dark room Glad for a yeah. year i don't know his therapies must be going very well he looked so cute I mean, you must admit, even when you're shrieking at him and you're like, oh, my God, your your body, you're going to ruin your body. When he's doing his little back <laughs> suplex, oh, he's so sweet. <laughs> I love those little jean shorts, too. They're like, they're so mom coated. Yeah. I love them so much. <laughs> just a sweet little mom beef. Um, Okay. And then... Uh, Oh, right. I forgot I have to explain more plot. Okay. So then Don Callis came out, but then thought better of it because he can't fight. So he left again. But then he came back again right before I think Kenny was going to get screwdrivered. And he had gotten Takeshita, so who joined in and helped out the elite. Uh, Takeshita did have kind of a little, like, confrontation with Brian Danielson where the vibes were that, like, he was being like, Brian, why? Why would you be doing these horrible things? <laughs> uh, so the BCC eventually skedaddled. The elite were in the ring. They did a whole, like, oh, we emerged triumphant thing. Kenny looked down the line. He gave Takeshita a little bit of a look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. And I would say Takeshita gave them a little bit of a look when he first came out. Like, Don kind of dragged Takeshita out. <laughs> and then Takeshita, like, stared at the ring for a minute, like, taking in what was going on before something clicked over. And he was like, oh, they need a hero. Let me go do so. <laughs> he, like, <laughs> dove into the ring. But, like, he did have a minute where he was like, what? Like, his vibe was kind of like, I was in the middle of something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like Don Callis, like, uh, was like the the dog that came to get little Timmy stuck in the well. And, but he, he didn't understand what he was saying. Barking. Yeah. 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 <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and then he got out there and had to be like, oh, okay, who's here? Who is here? <laughs> my, my, my question to you guys is yeah. yes. BCC four men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Elite three, three, three men, hangman, yeah. one man. Yeah. Takeshita, one man, five mm-hmm. men. So five men, n- no hangman. No hangman elite. Well, Takeshita could go, could end up with BCC. Yeah, you think? If Kenny is doing his look, I mean, I don't know. I think this is a lot of people have said this, but like one of the fun things about this feud is that you're like, there's a lot of different ways that this could play out yeah. based mm-hmm. on who says the wrong thing to who at the wrong yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think you could do a thing where like Brian Danielson successfully seduces Takeshita and Takeshita and Don Callis, like both defect or something. And mm-hmm. Kenny mm-hmm. gets the spell is broken a little bit and he makes up with hangman. How many men does that make Four, And then you bring in a Kota Ibushi who's like desperate to get over there. So, 
But then you could do it a lot of other ways too. I think it's true. It's yeah. true, and it's this is one of those things where it's it's not like in other feuds you'd be like, did they forget that they were going to bring Hangman in? And I know that that's not the thing, but I know I kept being yeah. like, it's too many men, it's too many men on did one you, side of the scale. Is, it is funny if you think about Don being like, they can't bring Hangman in here. I got to get them a fourth man, yeah. and then like drag mm-hmm. into question. Oh like, yeah, that's right. That's where juicy. he's like, if I don't deal with this soon, that man could show up in an ambulance. Did you <laughs> like this this? this quote that I brought you from Manolo, my recapper, where he said, great move injecting Takeshita into a major story. They did so in a way that makes sense too, given the previous storytelling of Kalish recruiting Takeshita. It's like, technically that's correct, but you understand this is all one story, right? Yeah. They're not using something they did separately. It's it's, already talked about Yeah. It's very funny because it's like when we said that in our early podcast, we were like, it, like not wrong, but like deducing things from first principles that are now very obvious. And I feel like this is like a man who's never read a book before being yeah. like, wow. So like <laughs> that plot line from chapter one, like came right back around to chapter three. Like what did work together? That they had that. <laughs> yeah. Crazy that that, what gun, a that gun at the beginning, it went off. <laughs> Crazy. Who could have seen it coming? Yeah. I was just like. <laughs> media literacy remains in the dirt like it's just like yeah it's all it's all part of the story they're 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 working all the angles buddy i'd love it if some of these people would just like watch a tv show read a book like consume any kind of non-wrestling media just once in a while it's not asking too much no one's asking it doesn't have to be anything that good yeah can be trash could be absolute trash it has to be from a genre other than wrestling okay (laughs) It can be reality TV. Mm-hmm. It, could, it be. could be. This, it reminds me. So uh, this, in the past two years, I've gotten into watching D&D on YouTube. And one of my friends and I had this like really long conversation one, one day because they, there was a new D&D player who you, was a voice actor. And she tried to do this thing that was like, I'm not going to like get into the plot, but like she tried to do this crazy thing where like she was working out her feelings and like, didn't have access to her magic during this time. And the men in D and D world got so angry about this because they were like, she could have magic if she just did this thing, but it was like her character wouldn't do it. And it was like this whole thing where it's like this fight between like people who play D and D in order to do big battles and make strong, like a force forceful attacks. And then there's people who play D and D, because they like fun stories. And yeah. then I was like, this is like the war that is going on everywhere. Like <laughs> the everywhere. story is more fun. The story is more fun. I want right. to see the yeah. I want to see this character progression. Like that's cool. I don't care that she's not dealing damage to her enemies. They're fictional. They are <laughs> it is fiction. It does not matter. <laughs> you guys know this is made up, right? <laughs> so in make the it war up good. of like in the war of doing it doing it well versus doing it interestingly, I'm always going to want it to be interesting. That's way, that's way better. Well, no, but that is, well, it's like, because what you're saying is it's like, for some people, they're like, we want the story to be interesting. Like that is for them. That is doing it well. Yeah. 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 I'm like in defense of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, No, but I mean like, I mean like there's, there's a brand of D and D guy and there's a brand of wrestling guy who are like doing it well is doing right. the, the actual, action the sequence. action sequence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I don't, that the action sequence doesn't have to be, doesn't have to, like, you don't have to do a million spots or, no. you know, like, mm-hmm. have the the most technically compelling match if the story beats are all there. Right. 
Yeah. And like, I, yeah. And I think, you know, we've made the argument that it's like the story, like, like the story elevates the match. Like yeah. that's how we mm-hmm. feel is like that, like we understand the match better, get into the ma- match more when yeah. we're like, we get like the dynamics that are happening here. That's, yeah. that's a good, that's an interesting parallel. Um, I don't know. Any, any other stuff you want to talk about with these, uh, these various elite dynamics, so sexy and so good. It's and just... they do really great storytelling. And I'd love to see some other people join them in it. I'd love <laughs> to see some other people think for two seconds about how to tell a fun, hammy story for me. Yeah. I'm enjoying Brian Danielson being the guy who's like on the mic, being the jerk who's enacting this punk storyline. It's, it's fun. I don't know. It- it's fun. I would say, like, sometimes Brian Danielson, when he gets to, like, his fifth or sixth amateur of a segment, <laughs> I am like, Brian, we, we, we do get it. And you don't have to say that again. He is in, like, high ham mode. But I know. It's funny they put him on the mic because I would not say it's, like, his strength as much. So it's interesting that, like, Mox was like, nah, you, you do it. Well, I feel like it's, like, in some ways a response where everyone was, like, he didn't do that good with MJF because he didn't give MJF anything. He's, like, I don't give people anything. I'm going to give this <laughs> man everything. It's also, yeah. And it's, like, they, yeah, they're all playing the role of punk. Danielson did the thing this week where he was, like, Kenny is, Kenny, you're the w- one member of the elite I respect. We don't have to get into the backstage politics of it all, but sometimes <laughs> I, I was thinking, I was just, like, are they back there being, like, oh, no, I want to say that line to make it clear that I think it's bad. <laughs> I know, yeah. I want to see that bad guy line. <laughs> to, to those of you out there who don't seem to have processed that the, the BCC are the, are the bad guys in the feud, that's why they're seeing the punk lines. You know, just, <laughs> just think about it with, your, noodle. with your brain. Just noodle, noodle on, that on for it. A minute. Just, just watch, on it. watch again any other media. Like, think about bad guys, good guys, and who's playing what. You know, read Hamlet, see a play within a play. Think about what a play within a play does. Think about about the play within the play. Banquo, the ghost. (laughs) But, um, okay. Uh, They can't make us talk about this, I say. Well, here we go. (laughs) Britt and Jamie fought Ruby and Tony on Dynamite and won. Uh, They were in Pittsburgh, so it was kind of like a home field uh, win. Um, I think what happened... I really don't remember this, but what I gathered from the recaps and what I think makes sense is that Jamie got kayfabe injured in the match, and that's so that she couldn't come out for this next segment. Do you think that's not what happened? Do you think it might be a shoot injury? Everybody I saw was talking about it as if it was shoot, but it could have been. I could have been got, but, like, Eric Beeston also talked about it as it was shoot, and I didn't see anybody. I don't know. It would make sense if it was kayfabe to keep her out of that segment, but yeah. that's I have why I thought no what, idea. Like afterwards, when I was thinking it through, I was like, "Oh, it does make sense though, because you don't want anyone to come rescue her, but you don't want your champion to like not come rescue her, mm-hmm. like for no yeah. reason." But well, we I don't. Mean, they ca- they didn't have her on camera, and usually when like they're making a point of being like she's been injured, then they lovingly yeah. have Doc Sampson carry her they off. Do love they do that, yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I hope that she's not shoot injured, but um, whatever. They won that match later in the night. Jericho and Adam Cole had some in-ring therapy. I think that's just what they showed up for. It was just to, like, chat. And uh, they talked about whether or not they respect each other, and Adam Cole said, I respect you a lot. And Jericho said, I don't respect you for shit, Adam <laughs> Cole. 
And uh, so they got in a fight, and then Britt came out to defend Adam Cole, and she slapped Jericho across his face, which I did like. To be honest. <laughs> I thought that was fun, honestly. Uh, but then Jericho had, I guess, gotten the outcasts involved, so they crawled out from under the ring. Uh, they were down there in Danhausen's office, and then they beat uh, Britt up and, like, kendo sticked her back while she was, like, screaming in agony and Jericho had uh, handcuffed Adam Cole to the ropes uh, and he just had to watch it in horror as they like screamed for each other. (laughs) Anyway, thoughts? (laughs) Adam Cole was like acting his little heart out like his little sobs. Brit, Brit, stop, stop murder. And Britt was yelling back Austin, which I thought was kind of wild. Like, what are we doing with real names here? <laughs> she said it's it's on the uh, it's on all access. So I guess yeah, all access here too. I don't know. It's crazy. I feel very dubious. Like maybe it'll be okay, but I feel very dubious about Britt tying herself to Adam Cole. Like I think it's been really smart of her not to be in storylines with her like real life boyfriend up to this point. And like she's in a much better position than like Ty was for sure. So I don't think it'll like drag her down, but it just seems like I don't know. She did it okay in the best friends versus elite feud. So yeah. if anybody's gonna pull it off, it is gonna be her, but at the same time, I agree that I'm like, she doesn't need to, though. And I don't, like, yeah. I don't know. I'm of two minds. Like, I could go both ways. Because yeah. the other thing is that, like, the outcast thing is not working. And it's making me absolutely crazy. Yeah. And if the the progression is that they're linking up with JAS, like, I'm like, well, mm-hmm. hey. Yeah. Jericho is... T- does tend to be like a life rope to sinking wrestlers. So <laughs> <laughs> I did I, really love pulling the outcast in here. Cause it's like, someone needs to do something. And I like when the men and women's storylines do mm-hmm. like go together. So I don't, I was like confused about why Jericho and them were aligned, but it was like, well, I'm, I'm listening, you know, we'll yeah. see where this goes. I like when the men and women's storylines intersect. And I think they should more often, but I, I also don't have that much confidence that there's going to be significant follow through on this. So I guess mm-hmm. like we will see what happens. Yeah. I honestly don't feel very worried about Brit and Adam Cole, like doing storylines together. I think because they both have like strong identities on their own already. Like, I don't know. And I kind of think, especially cause Brit like has done this before and then just been like, and then I'm not really around Adam Cole anymore. And I'm just doing my own thing. Like, I don't think that they're going to like, I don't think they're going to end up in a Sammy Ty situation. So I don't care. I kind of, honestly, I shocked myself by kind of like liking it. Like, I know that, like, no one else did, but I was just like, I didn't, that's so I don't sweet. Know. They just, they I just did not like each it. Other. Yeah. I don't know. I went I, back and forth. Like, I was like, yeah. there were parts of it that I really liked, and there was parts of it that I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, like, I can't, I, I'm willing to get, keep giving it a shot. You know what I mean? I'll yeah. see it again. I think I just liked, I, I did like Adam Cole's little tortured faces, and I was like, yeah, this is probably <laughs> doing more to, like, make him seem like a real face than anything else Mm -hmm. that he's done because he just like didn't have anything to like anchor him like that it's just like this is where my heart lives you know and so he and so he said Brit is where my heart lives and I think that might be his true lived reality and it's kind of sweet that he was like (laughs) I can't come up with anything I just love my girlfriend (laughs) it it, it is true that I think like he's the only one that could have made that work you know what I mean like there's no one else that I would have believed but he was just like his dumb, sweet face <laughs> and almost tears. Like, just being like, 
no, not Fritz. <laughs> and no, I do I love when someone's like forced to watch as someone they love is yeah. beaten up in front of them. Like it's it's good stuff. Yeah, he had such like it's not he's not a pathetic man, but like you know what I mean. It was like a it, slightly pathetic. It energy headed that where way. It's like, yeah. Oh, babe, like you're about to get like. I don't know. Like you're about to get thrown in the back of a van and like driven to another country. And it's going to take you a year to find your girlfriend again after this as <laughs> the energy. And I yeah. personally liked that. Like for me, that works. So it did build know. off like their energy and all access has been so funny where like, like it's like Adam Cole will be like, please Brit, can, can I, can I do this today? And Brit's like, not today. You don't no. feel well enough. <laughs> I was like, the way All Access is like interacting with the show now is sort of fascinating because it's like they're like a storyline on All Access, so now they're a storyline like on Dynamite. It's just like I don't know. It's an interesting like kayfabe reality situation between it's Inception. They're like, yeah. we can go deeper. <laughs> yeah, they're like trying to make Sammy a baby face on all access and then everyone on dynamite is saying how great he is like i don't know what we're doing but then he's still just being sammy i mean at least like brit and adam cole i i feel like i have a clear i can more clearly see like some of the stuff they're doing sammy i'm just like do you know that you might have to do something different do you know that (laughs) it's not just that everyone around you might have to be different you need to change something Mm -hmm. i really i honest to god wish that somebody would have like an intervention with with sammy like a real just be like listen what what do you think that your character is about like what what is it and he wouldn't know he says i'm sammy i I worked at subway but now i'm here (laughs) i worked hard to get here so many wrestlers if you ask them what their character is they'd be like i worked really hard to get here harder than anyone else it's like shut the fuck up (laughs) i've had it you come up with something interesting about yourself or you keep your mouth shut shut your lips go backstage and don't come out on TV until you can say one interesting thing about yourself. (laughs) Some of these guys need a lot more help than they are clearly getting in the back. Like we're do some character workshops, like something we've offered time and time again, we've offered pro bono Mm -hmm. (laughs) pro bono. Yeah. Fly us out. We'll we'll run some sessions. (laughs) I'm I'm like, we should be hosting, you know how Bryce Remsburg does those uh, referee training sessions that sometimes he'll be like i have three more spots oh, left yeah. in my session i'm like we should be all doing zoom sessions <laughs> <laughs> if any aew wrestlers are listening to this and they want some character workshopping with us we'll, we'll do it pro bono oh, just email us tunneltalkpod at gmail.com just reach out we would be happy just to talk it through with you yeah we and we're not prescriptive we're not going to tell no, you what to do we're here to support you and you're it's going to be exercises for you to deepen your understanding <laughs> of your character and there might be a couple work. worksheets <laughs> i have i yeah. have taught i have been a writing professor okay so mm-hmm. and we all have the skills but i just want to get my resume out there you know <laughs> Okay, uh, TN title. You want to talk about TN title? <laughs> oh, yeah. The most fascinating topic on this. This God is the, ba- the best belt on the show. Am I right? Okay. <laughs> so, Wardlow, I'd completely forgotten until I, I watched Rampage belatedly today. I had forgotten that Wardlow destroyed that car last week. That is how, <laughs> or two weeks, I don't know when. That's how little of an impact that made. Who fucking gives a shit? But this week, he got a pep talk from Arn Anderson who the crowd was so happy to see. I don't know why. It was crazy. Why was He's there such insane. a big pop for Arn Anderson? I, I don't, don't know. That's just an old man. 
it was the same thing that happened to me where I saw him and my brain registered that I knew he who he was and I got excited and then I remembered like more details and was like oh no I don't care but I did have an instinctive reaction where I was like ah it's him oh no I don't care it's like when you're at a grocery store and you turn a corner and you see your mom's friend and you're just kind of like ah oh no I don't, no, I don't care uh that's so funny yeah i don't know he's arn he him arn anyway remember that fucking bonfire thing with cody and the the gun the gun yeah oh my god no i didn't no there was a promo where they were outside went to cody's house yeah 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 um i don't i didn't like that gun thing i don't like arn anderson personally but uh Anyway, so then Wardlow fought Will Hobbs for the TNT belt, and he won. And, <laughs> and he's the TNT champion, three-time TNT champion. Okay. Oh, my God. And then afterwards, Christian Cage came up from hell, to, ch- I think, to challenge him for the belt, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I've had... I've had... I've had... <laughs> <laughs> the here. fact that this belt just keeps going from indistinguishable large man loser to large to man... <laughs> These charisma sucks. These men together give me nothing. Has anyone had an interesting reign since Miro lost it? When Darby, Darby came back, good. I was interested for two weeks. The two yeah, weeks he, he had didn't it. Yeah, he have it for, I don't no. think he had that like a month. No, that belt. Interesting. That no. belt has been in like but a he, Sammy Guevara. Yeah. yeah. But it was like he, a Sammy Guevara Wardlow like spiral of terribleness basically since Miro. Yeah. I've had it. I, it's ridiculous. I, I, I guess they, I, I saw someone say on Twitter.com, they're like, Wardlow need the belt. So FDR have the belt. So they all go to Saturday with CM Punk in their belts. The belts. And I said, kill me, kill me, kill me, <laughs> kill, me. kill me. It is terrible. Like when someone pointed out that like all the belts are now moving to like punk lovers, it was just like, <laughs> great. I'm like, great. Get them off the show. I get, I don't want to see the belts anyway. So it's like, no, it's send true. all, we take the belts from, we keep the from international dynamite room. <laughs> we gather up all the belts. We put them in the Rubbermaids. We boot them to Saturday <laughs> on, on Wednesday. No fucking belts, baby. <laughs> no belts, just no one's stories. Belt. No one's allowed a belt. <laughs> so you you got to come up with a motivation. Wednesday, yes. Yeah, you yeah. got to think. You got to think of something you want besides a belt. And then all the wrestlers say, we don't like to think. And then they go to Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we lose them. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I, all of a sudden, we're was... worse monsters than punk. We're the real backstage <laughs> cancers. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I didn't give a shit about any of this. I didn't give a shit no. about the match. I don't understand why these men are still fighting. There's Mm-mm. no reason. There's no reason for them to be fighting. I honestly don't understand if Wardlow is supposed to be a a face. Um, uh, If he's like, if he righteously destroyed Hobbs's (laughs) car or not, I guess because Hobbs cheated to get the belt. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about Mm -mm. these men. I don't want to watch them fight anymore. Go away. I've had it. No, it is crazy because like at certain moments in the past, I was very, I was pretty invested in like Wardlow and Hobbs, and like since they've been in this whole yeah. shenanigan, like all the goodwill has been lost. If I never saw them again, it would be too soon. Yeah, yeah. Sarah was saying that AEW is very good at building somebody, but then when they get to the top, sometimes it's like, oh, you d- you you didn't you weren't ready to be there. Yeah, 
and but it's it's two things right it's like you weren't ready to be there but also like if your character has no depth beyond wanting a belt then yes you will not know what to do with that character when you get them to the top and that's it's like unfair not unfair but like they do have different issues going on where it's like hangman knows his character and still had a bad reign because tony grima warm tongue booked him into the fucking mud but like if hangman (laughs) had been like allowed to have the reign that i think he would have advocated for genuinely i believe that he can do a very rich storyline as the champ and in fact he tried to like he Mm -hmm. was like there's an arc here for me i'm still like thinking about who i am and like who i want to be and no one else is doing that it's so exhausting Mm -hmm. i don't care if you have the belt I do not care if you have the belt. I care if you want something more than the belt. Right. Yeah. And I don't think Wardlow or Hobbs have ever said like one interesting thing about themselves or the belt or what they want or their feud with each other. Just like nothing. Like I was pleased to see Christian because it was like at least we're out of this like (laughs) endless back and forth. Like Christian will do something interesting probably. Those, uh, those Christian dead dad tweets were so yes. funny. I saw, so, I saw that I saw joke like independently so made so many times. Yeah. It was so good, though. <laughs> it was good. I genuinely love thinking about that, about Christian just being like, yes. <laughs> another vein to Another uh, dead dad. Yet another uh, dead dad. What did you guys day. think of uh, Luchasaurus's raspberry mask? Didn't notice it. I was just <laughs> notice it. You didn't notice his new color. He I'm went from starting. green to black to a nice plum. Oh, I have yeah. been inve- I've been enjoying Luchasaurus's weird hell creature look. I think, yeah. yeah. Oh. I like a monster. <laughs> <laughs> come, on, come on up from hell, little monster. <laughs> Later, you'll have to like. Well, I don't. I don't know if you could. When I'm going to find you a picture and I'm yeah. going to say, please comment on this Pantene color. I will <laughs> comment on it. Color. I'm excited to see that. Okay. And you want to just talk about tag tag teams? <laughs> <laughs> I love tag teams. She said with a wild look in her eyes. <laughs> want to talk about the tag teams. For uh, girls okay. who genuinely love so many tag teams, why does this division suck so much butt? So it's, hard. It sucks ass. As I, as I started this segment, I said, I would literally rather die than describe any of this. I hate it here. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, Aussie Open fought best friends on Rampage. They did big numbers because of the basketball lead-in and because there are beautiful boys. They uh, should wrestle every week, Tony. <laughs> yes, Tony. Put them on TV. I thought that match was so fun. Mm. <laughs> Leah, this quote. That, this is from <laughs> official AEW. AEWrestling.com's free cap said, Chuck Taylor took to the skies. <laughs> <laughs> He's not an airline pilot. <laughs> <laughs> he did He did big jump, though. He did big he jump did and run up jump. ramp. He, he did big working. jump. He, he was, was working. working. He looks so good. Um I kept thinking he is a great base because when he hold people on him mm. and um, yeah. So, but then Aussie open one. Okay. I want you to tell me if you think that Dustin's tweet was attitudinal. <laughs> no, I thought it was what he, yeah, I think, I think he's tired of FTR. Dax and their FTR whole deal. posted a picture of him and Aussie open being like two amazing tag teams on rampage tonight. And then that was how Dustin did his advertising for the week. He just re blog that and was like, 
come watch us fight Aussie Open. And I was like, <laughs> I agree. I do think it's pretty crazy that, like, Dax was just like, and who gives a shit who they're wrestling? Some jobbers. Like, that's his vibe. It's like, yeah. go fuck yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I hate that man. Anyway. It's awful. His podcast got canceled, though. His podcast got canceled. <laughs> Sometimes the bad guys win. And Sometimes the bad guys win. Thank God. So sorry you suggested <laughs> that the Bucks were fucking Dave Then <laughs> <laughs> you got canceled. <laughs> you said you saw the Bucks fucking Dave Meltzer backstage. <laughs> I love the idea that that was the, that, that is what broke the, the camel's back. That it's just Did- like, someone showed that to Tony and he was like, Okay, yeah, shut it down. <laughs> did, shut it down. Did you guys see that our friend Mary like um tweeted about Matt Coon saying that and was like, I can't believe he said the Bucks were fucking Dave Meltzer, and then Matt Coon replied to her and was like, I didn't say that. Where do you get that from? This is wild. <laughs> he just said that he saw a special long interaction that was more than talking. That but he couldn't get into. Was yeah. it a hug? He it, couldn't get into it. Yeah. And didn't he say something about it being intimate? <laughs> he did. Oh, well, I know that it's crazy because when I was like wasted last Friday at my friend Anna's house, I was like, here, let me read some tweets to you and just like <laughs> see what you think of them. And I was reading the Matt Coon tweets and like I, halfway through a tweet, she goes, what were they giving each other blowjobs? <laughs> Delightful. So it's not just us making fun no. of them. It's objective everybody. fact. Yeah. Objective fact. I, I do wish, like, I mean, I know that Dave Meltzer is tired of being in the drama, but don't you kind of want to watch the video where Brian Alvarez told Dave Meltzer that Matt Coons said that somebody saw the buck sucking him off backstage? <laughs> but can't you see, like, uh, Brian's like trying to explain. He's like, yeah, there's just like some weird implications people are taking from it. And Dave's just like, what implications? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think Dave would get people. it at all. <laughs> well, he said it was like intimate. Well, if it was backstage, it probably I mean, wasn't. I mean, there's a lot of people that <laughs> backstage. It's loud back there, so you do have to get close to people when you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we don't have to talk about any of this, really. It's like just like FTR or just like doing a storyline with Mark Briscoe, I guess, that I, and Jay Lethal that I don't understand. And uh, I don't I don't care. Every it. time it comes up, I'm like, wow, I don't care about any of these guys. I can just zone out for a few minutes. I have a little me time in the middle of the show. And if they I all wish, get a Saturday, I'll be happy. I wish one of us knew what was going on, though, because I keep thinking that, like, the plot is that that Mark Briscoe is too stupid to understand that Jay Lethal is a heel. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was start. Like, when did so, this all start? It was like on Rampage. It was on Rampage. Jay like, Lethal was like, hey, buddy, like, don't you want to like tag with me? And Mark Bristol was like, yeah, you're my pal. And then like Jay Lethal took him back to the whole Jeff Jarrett group. And Mark Briscoe was clearly like, oh, no, not these guys. No, thank you. And that's but, kind of been the vibe. And then in their match, like they did some heel shit. And Mark Briscoe was a little bit like, hey, I think we can probably like win clean if without that stuff but it was kind of like a weird like how did you it was kind of like jungle boy ending up in a bad crew (laughs) (laughs) which i still wish he would (laughs) (laughs) actually like have it i mean it's like obviously like i don't like any of the mark briscoe's fine but the rest of them it's like oh but um like i do like the vibe of like when someone's just communicating with their body language that they hate like what's happening (laughs) to them like that's entertaining so it's like not the worst but yeah i'm not like following it very well 
don't care. I hope they all go to Sat. I'm sorry, Mark Briscoe, it's not your fault. But um, if you want to be with FTR, then you have to go to Saturday. And you all yeah. have to go to Saturday, I guess. Like, it's, you know, it is what it is. Take Jay Lethal. <laughs> My God, take Jay Lethal. Please take, take Jeff Jay Jarrett. Lethal. Take them all. The only thing that really troubled me this week as I was watching, and I thought, who is getting ket up? Getting ket up? <laughs> who, is, <laughs> who is getting set up for Saturday? I did not like the implications of Jas wanting two point or wanting the acclaimed so badly, which they haven't explained at all. I thought so what so they can spirit them away to Saturday. <laughs> that didn't occur to me at all. And when you put that in the schedule, I was like, Oh God, that would be horrible. That would if they claimed really went bad. to Saturdays, I can't cope with that. I don't want that. I but, like, Saturday that. is for, like, self-serious, hardcore wrestle boys who don't want to tell stories and don't want to tell jokes, and they just want to wrestle. So, like, they claim to belong over there. who also and has Dan to go to Saturday. Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. But, guys, I think you're really discounting um, the acclaimed's bond with Punk, because do you remember how <laughs> Punk remembered <laughs> oh, yeah. Max Caster's name that one time? He did. That, that was so one true. of the only oh, nice so quotes. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know. It's it's in, it's pretty intense. Uh, he mm. knows his name. Okay, yeah. well, I don't want to lose them, but I don't know. Any, so did I miss anything? <laughs> anything else you wanted to talk about? Or no. FTR signed for four years, four more years. Good God. That was the worst news Good I could God possibly Lemon. hear. Yeah, so bad. He was like, we're going to retire after that, though. And I was like, I'm probably going to be dead by then. So. <laughs> it's like, don't threaten me yeah. with a good time, buddy, because you've never Lord. delivered it thus far. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Any, anything else? Yeah. I mean, this week it was very like it was not an exciting episode of wrestling, but also everyone online acted like this episode had killed their puppy. And it was like, all right, guys, you know, it was <laughs> it was funny because remember last week when we uh, got drunk and we were talking after the pod for quite a while and we were talking about how we miss. I don't think we said this on the podcast, how we miss. 22 episode seasons of mm -hmm. tv yeah. where you're like some of the episodes are bad but you get a couple things out of them that are important in the long run that like help you understand mm -hmm. the characters better that's what i kept thinking about when everyone was losing it today mm -hmm. i was just like yeah some episodes aren't great but they have a few things that you carry yeah. out of them like when you put out 52 episodes of a show yeah. a year they're not even doing 22 they're doing 52 yeah. plus like, four pay-per-views yeah, five pay-per-views some of them are going to be duds like yeah. i don't think it's great i wish that tony would solve all the problems i beg him to solve every week too but <laughs> it's not the end of the world no yeah. it wasn't a bad episode i no it was I, Girls, I don't, I don't want to like get over my skis, but sometimes I think the internet needs to calm down. You know I what? Think I think maybe you're just social the right media's... amount over your skis. You're <laughs> just right solidly on top solidly, of your skis, like knees over toes. Mm. That's what I'm seeing from you, because you are <laughs> sister. You are right. You're right. Everyone needs to take a deep, take a deep breath. Look, look down in the hole. Get out of the hole. <laughs> Get out of the outside <laughs> hole. Look at Brian Cage. <laughs> it's Soar, take to the skies, fly into the hole in your dirigible. In my dirge. <laughs> there he is. Look at him smiling at us. We soar towards his open mouth. Brian Cage. Oh, Brian. Okay, so that's the show, I think. I've been Allie. <laughs> I have been Anne. I've been Leah. This is Tunnel Talk. Our show is produced by Marjorie Voinovich. Our theme is by Chris Corkin. You can find us on Twitter at Tunnel Talk Pod via email at tunneltalkpod at gmail.com on Tumblr 
Tunnel Talk Pod. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And come back next week. <laughs>